0: Hello and welcome to Shepherd's Fold Ministries. Thank you for being with us for today's encouragement podcast. We're glad that you're with us today. I'm Brent Van Hook, the director of Shepherd's Fold. You can learn more about us at com. Today I have a special guest. It's Mark Hoover. And let me give you just a little bit of a background story of how he and I got to know each other when I moved to Wichita, Kansas in 2009 to begin pastoring First Nazarene. In fact, I pastored there for nine years. Uh, I got to know Mark Hoover. He pastors in Wichita as well. And uh, he and I both have been the recipients of encouragement and mentoring by, among others, Gene Williams, who had pastored the church that I was pastoring there in Wichita, (laughs) and also Gene is the uh, founder of uh, Shepherd's Fold Ministries. So Mark and I got to know each other through that way. You're going to hear him refer to Gene Williams some, and and he also talks about some of our time together in Wichita. As always, the purpose of this podcast is to come alongside preachers, pastors, church staff, and missionaries who are doing the work of Jesus Christ in order to bring encouragement to them. And as we bring you this podcast today, Mark and I are very aware that people have invested in us, people like Gene Williams, who, as I said, founded Shepherd's Fold Ministries. So that work continues today. I hope that you'll be blessed as you hear my interview with Mark Hoover, New Spring Church in Wichita, Kansas. Mark, hey, we're glad that you are with us today. Thanks for being on today's podcast episode. Well,
1: thank you, Brent. It's my privilege to be here.
0: Tell us a little bit about yourself for the listeners and what you do.
1: Well, I am originally from Fort Worth, Texas. I'm a pastor's son. My dad passed the same church for 50 years in Fort Worth. And uh, then after that, he came and served on my staff as care pastor for 13 years. But I I grew up in Fort Worth. Uh, My first church uh, was when I was 20 years old. It was my senior year in college. And then two years uh, after that, I went to uh, Houston and pastored an inner city church. I came back to my home church for a few years. And then in 1985, uh, my wife and I uh, moved to Wichita, Kansas, where I began to pastor the church where I am now. So That was uh, almost 36 years ago. And you mentioned Gene Williams. Uh, When I first came to town, and uh, the guy I looked up to was Gene Williams. And uh, through the years, we just became really, really great friends. And I miss him. You know, I mentioned my dad. Gene and my dad died in the same week in 2013. And uh, there's not a day that goes by that I don't miss both of them. And they're a wonderful influence in my life. But just a real quick uh, snapshot of 35 years. Uh, when I first came to our church, uh, it was, uh, as I said, it was a small uh, church, uh, and I hate to use the term legalism because that means different things to different people, but it was a very legalistic church and uh, sort of uh, internally focused, so it was a challenge uh, from the very get-go uh, to get the congregation to be externally focused. So, uh, long story short, um, we began to grow in the early 90s. Uh, we grew to 400 and 500, and I started looking for land. And in 1991, uh, you know, there was a new expressway that belted the northeast quadrant of our city. And I especially began looking for land along that corridor. Uh, God did a miracle, brand, as you know. You know our, our, our land story, how the God mm-hmm. gave us 40 acres right on the corner of uh, the new expressway and a major artery. So uh, in 1998, we moved out there, and we grew to about a thousand, eleven hundred, twelve 1, hundred. 1,200. But uh, after about 20 years of tweaking, it was still somewhat internally focused. And so in 2004, we just began a complete transition. We began to ask the question, uh, what would we do to reach the spiritually unresolved if we had no internal political fear? <laughs> now, I'm not sure right. that was a great question to ask, but... There was four years of transition and unfortunately there were a number of people who decided that, you know, they, they, they couldn't go with us. And interestingly, it wasn't that we lost the people that I'd uh, been with for a number of years. It was kind of like the the newer people who had transitioned in because we were a hot location, but they were looking for sort of a fortress mentality church. Uh, and that's, that's, that's a whole nother discussion. But as I said, over the four years of transition, a, a number of people walked away, uh, but we never dropped below twelve hundred. And once that back door closed, we begin to grow, sometimes by a thousand a year. And you know, right at pre-COVID this year, we were at right at about seven thousand in attendance. Uh, and what's interesting uh, is that the uh, age of our church, a median age, is about twenty-seven, and almost everyone who has come into our church uh, accepted Christ here.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, I'm so thankful for all that God is doing in and through you, Mark. And as we have listeners today from a variety of places representing all types of ministries for the gospel, let me raise a couple of questions for you. Let's begin with this one. Why are ministers important?
1: Well, I mean, we're important first and foremost because God God called us. I mean, you know, when you when you look in the book of Acts, especially uh, in regard to the calling of uh, Paul and Barnabas you know they the 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 leaders were ministering there and the Holy Spirit said separate Paul and Barnabas for the work that I've called them and I've always loved that text because what it says is we do what we do because the Holy Spirit decided that we should do what we do and Mm -hmm. the value is in the value that God places upon us as faithful servants um and I really do believe the reason I do this job is that God called me. I mean, when I was a teenager, I thought I was going to be a lawyer and then go into broadcast journalism and politics. Well, I pastored a Baptist church for 20 years. That was all the politics <laughs> <laughs> that I could have ever wanted. And, and, and I've certainly had enough broadcasting now. Uh, but, you know, when when God touched my heart as a 16 year old kid and said, I want you to preach the gospel. From that moment on, I never really had a question about why I was doing what I was doing. So, again, the value is not from me or even from the results that I see. And I'm, I'm grateful and I'm fortunate to see a number of results that affirm that calling. But first and foremost, my value is the fact that uh, God called me. And as long as I'm faithful, you know, he, he will uh, he will affirm that value.
0: Amen. Amen. Okay, let's ask the next question. What comes to mind when I say, why should ministers keep going and not give up?
1: You know, it's interesting that uh, you've got that question, Brent, in in, uh, in sort of juxtaposition to you having me tell my story. I've watched God do a lot of extraordinary things in our church. But with every great move of God, there was always a quit now moment right before it. It's kind of interesting. I remember in the, uh, probably the most difficult time of the transition, which was in August of 2006, because, you know, our, our congregation was changing. It was becoming much younger. <laughs> you know, I had, I had kids and at, at one point we had to convert all adult educational space to kid space. And that was a really painful moment. And I can remember just being so depressed and and the uh, criticism was so heated at that moment, I wondered how I could go on. In the midst of that, Brent, I had a Fortune 500 company offer me the vice presidency uh, for communications, you know. <laughs> and uh-huh. I was told it would be a truckload of money. And and I remember coming home and telling Mary Alice about that. And Mary Alice said, "Wow, the devil's thrown everything at you, hasn't he?" <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. And and I, I just I've looked back over. You know the years. I'm 64. I've been pastoring since I was 20. Right before every great move of God, right before every time of growth or or results, there's been a quit now moment. And you know, I had to I had to keep going during that time, and believe that, as I said a few moments ago, God called me for a reason.
0: Amen. Amen. I wonder what the Lord is up to, what He has prepared in the future. For those who continue on. Well, before we bring today's podcast to a close, is there a final word of encouragement that you'd like to bring?
1: I really believe we're in the last days. Uh, I know, you know, different ministers have different uh, eschatology, but I really believe we're in the last days before Jesus returns. And for me, the signs of the time show that his coming is very, very soon. You know, I've always loved football. I grew up in Texas and grew up a Dallas Cowboy fan, although I would love to have a 12-step program that would deliver me from that. But, but, um, you know, the last two minutes of the game is usually when the game is won or lost. And if we are in the last two minutes of the game, so to speak, before the coming of the Lord, what an honor for God to leave us in the game. You think about all the servants of the Lord, for the last thousands of years, who've gone to the showers, and for God to leave us in the game in the final two minutes, what an honor and a privilege that is uh, to stand for him in these days, and I, I try never lose sight of that. You know, I, I could, I could thank Lord if you, you know, if you could uh, just left Martin Luther in the game, or the Apostle Paul, or Charles Spurgeon, I could understand it, but, but instead the Lord chose to leave us in the game, and uh, to me, I, I, would, I take great encouragement from that.
0: What great insight. Well, Mark, we want to thank you again for being our special guest on today's Encouragement Podcast.
1: Well, thank you, Brent. By the way, we do miss you in Wichita.
0: <laughs> <laughs> miss, miss you too. So uh, I, I sure appreciate you.
1: <laughs> well, you take care. God bless. All right.
0: Thank you. Thank you.